Yeah. What's more up, watts, y'all? More watts. Back, back. We back, y'all. We yes, back, y'all. Yes, yes. Well, it's actually we black, y'all. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the actual yes. song. It is. It is. Because it <laughs> it's Black History Month. It is Black History Month. And there's no way as Black Watts can we not talk about Black History Month. Facts. Should be all the time. Thank you for tuning in. I am Chad Bennett. You can find me on IG at Chad Bennett. I'm Chris Harvell. You can find me on IG at Trial Rides. Yes, I uh, look up the Black Watts cycling page. Black Watts. Cycling on IG. Yeah, I just want to not laugh one good time. No, I can't. <laughs> one I good can't. time. I just want to not try to laugh. Come on, man. <laughs> I can't. Get at me. Get at me, man. I can't. You know, I can't. I can't. But yeah, Black History Month. What does that mean for cycling? I don't mean? feel like it means anything for cycling, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so sad. I'm really sorry, y'all. Please. Hit us in the comments. Hit us in IG. That is if so I'm wrong, sad. <laughs> please, please send me something where within the last three years, because you know we were on fire in 2021. Hey, yo, we was lit. 2020, we was lit. Yo, bro. shout out to BLM. my guy. Shout out my guy Chuck. He called this shit. He said, "Yo, you got we got to strike wise hot." Because in a couple of years, we're not going to be hot no, no more. more. There's black squares on all manner of pages. Yeah, the black squares. Yeah. <laughs> So let me ask though, like, yo, what what have what have brands done? I don't know. Like I mean, just just in the industry, I don't care if it's wheel manufacturers, people that make bar bags, I don't care who apparel, I don't care who it is. Yo, has anybody ever made a Black History Month kit? <laughs> that wasn't black. No, I'm just saying. Okay, has Castelli ever made one? Rafa. Rafa, I just, I just, Matt. you know, like Matt. if we're if we're gonna celebrate it, this is probably my biggest gripe is that can we just stop disassociating Black History Month with colors of black, red, and green? There are so many other ways. Not saying that Chad. we, <laughs> you know, expand your palette. <laughs> you know, like not not saying that there's not a level of connection there is. I just think that shit is like it, it is old. There are so many other ways that you can connect Black History Month to like the th- the initiatives that are happening by so many great Black people right now that there's no need to just keep shoving Black, Red, and Green <laughs> down our throats. Like, oh my gosh! Even if there was a connection with like the colors, there's still other ways that you can go about celebrating black people in the history and the the things that we have done for this country. Yes. For this world. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm gonna need y'all to get creative. Or going back to a previous episode, you could just have us in the room. We could tell you don't do that shit. <laughs> Word. That. Yo, Word. like uh You looking right now? Yeah, I'm searching. <laughs> what are you uh, searching for what though? I'm just googling like all the, all the brands that Black History Month and cycling. Those those keywords that see yo, what comes up. Shout out to Zwift, who's yo, actually yes. taking a step forward and actually doing a lot of Zwift group rides with Black cycling clubs and opening up the conversation. Like, shout out to y'all for that. Yeah. Black you cyclist know, like, network is oh, um, 
Bank City is going to be featured uh, with Zwift. Yeah. There's a few other uh, uh, black clubs oh, that are going to be featured yeah. with Zwift. Bank City, I think, Getting It In, getting which it in, is out yeah. of D.C. Out of the D.C. area. They're Shout out to the DMV. So that's dope. Um, but any of the cycling apparel brands. Yo, why? It's the easiest thing, bro. It's the easiest thing for us. Come on, man. Come on, bro. man. Man. We were the first people to get a month in the country. Yo, Shortest month. We got February. a month. Uh, you know, like, we should be celebrating the Nelson Vales, the Major Taylors, yep. the Bahatis, yep. the... Yeah, even if you wanted to just keep it the cycling, it's not like it doesn't exist. Like, I understand, you know what I mean, historically, maybe that's just not where your bag is, but even if you just kept it strictly to the sport itself, then... There's, there's plenty of figures and, and individuals who con- contributed countless amounts to the to the actual sport itself. So that should definitely be available to all. Yeah, you I mean, talk look, about that. look, Black History Month is in February because it the shortest month of the year. By no, the no, way. because it coincides with Lincoln's birthday and Frederick Douglass's birthday. Right. Lincoln and Frederick Douglass used to correspond a lot. Frederick Douglass is given credit for uh, pushing Lincoln in their private com- communications to end slavery, right? Obviously, we know that there were greater things, you know, around, around the Civil War and that sort of thing, as well as representation in Congress. We, we you know, we, we know our history. But why? Yo, like, it is, like, my daughter asked me, she was like, oh, what are y'all doing for Black History Month, Dad? Because in school, we're doing da 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 and I didn't take that to mean literally like what is Black Watts doing? I took that to mean like why why aren't there any image why isn't there any imagery of of or celebration of black cyclists during Black History Month? And I don't have an answer for it. Even if you just said, okay, we're gonna pick black champions in cycling, old and new, and it was the same people shown all over and over again. Like, that doesn't even happen. And I don't have an answer. I have a question. To piggyback off that, why do we have to celebrate Black History Month? Who, the country or black people? Black people. Um, well, it's an you American. Get where I, you get where I'm going? No, I know. Yes, I, I, yeah, do, yeah, okay. I do. I All do. Right. I mean, look, I, I think it's important to celebrate to, because for countless centuries we were, not acknowledged, right? Our contributions to America were not acknowledged. They were swept under the rug. They were ignored. They, we were made to believe that they didn't exist. So, you know, having a month to to bring about all of our contributions and to remember what we've done historically and what we're doing currently and what our path is forward, I think is important. Okay. That's fair. I mean, I went to a historically black college, so for me, I just... Yeah, Black History Month is every month. <laughs> right. I got it, but again, you know what I'm saying. So, like, to 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 just you know, like, hyper focus on February for it just feels very like weird for me, like, especially. That that is true. That that is true. But because it exists, I need some hyper focus in February. No, I'm not saying we shouldn't. I just don't know if it should be coming from black people. Black people. To, to focus on us? No, no. He, I, 
I know what he's saying. Like why our history is our history. We know what time it is. The people that are that are missing these very important points and key individuals that in time is not us. We're not missing it. We could like be further educated. Yeah, yeah like there's some, some like I learned about a, a couple of people just recently that I've never heard of. That's dope. Um, but I mean, f- for the for the most part, I, what he's saying is our history should be that is who it's missing on is the rest of the, the public right. sphere. It's not us. Yeah, it's, it's like y'all need to know. Like <laughs> right. You need to understand that this country didn't is not operating without us. Like it didn't. It can't happen. Wouldn't happen without us. So here's the contributions made, whether by force or otherwise. In fact, because it was forced upon us and then. Here we still are, and here these dope bad stories are. That's even more amazing, but you don't know about it. So yeah. it should be, yeah, it should be told to you. And I think maybe that's that's another that's a, a secondary part. Like, yeah, there should be some, like cycling, eh, maybe, maybe not, whatever. But we should definitely uh, take more responsibility to push these stories out to the to the greater public. Y'all need to notice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, but our, our youth need to know too, right? Like they do. Yeah. You know, facts. like I mean, you start thinking about like, see, we're in a bit of a bubble in the Northeast because things are more progressive here. Like we think about what's been going on with Texas, you know, critical race theory and how that has been as far as what's being taught how, in schools and stuff. How such. it's been usurped to be Wild. this whole thing. Right. And even the name critical race theory, fine. The name can be whatever the fucking name is, but like the premise, though, the basic premise is just about telling the actual facts. Yeah, but let, <laughs> but I, I don't want <laughs> about what happened. But That's you fine. bring that up, like, let's. This is might. I don't want to get too far into the weeds, but this. The, you said we're in a bubble in the Northeast, but the truth of the matter is, most, if not all, public school curriculums come out of Texas, and so for those type of things to be mishandled or like tried to, you know what I mean? Like you said, swept yeah. under the rug. Yeah, if yeah. it happens there, eventually that will be swept under the rug yes. here because yes. that's where those curriculums are coming from. Yes. So it's a big deal. Like if it's not looked upon, as, if it's looked upon as a one-off, that's wrong. Cause that really affects our kids everywhere. If that's the case. So, I mean, things of that nature, like examples like that, that's crazy. So a big responsibility definitely falls on us. If we're not going to, if we're looking for them to push it and we're not, I mean, yelling and screaming at ourselves, that's a big deal. So I take, I say we should, they should, (laughs) they they, they need to know, they need to learn, but we need to be teaching. And it's multifaceted, right? It's like, we need this broad brush to really tell stories, right? We were talking about storytelling in prior episodes, but like storytelling about who we are as a group of people, um, what our contributions have been, not only to the United States, but to the world. Um, And then there's another layer to it, which is what stories are being told, like how everybody always falls on Martin Luther King. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Nobody talks about A. Philip Randolph. Nobody talks about Denmark Vesey. Like, there's just so many people who contributed to things. And even when they talk about King, they're always talking about him being the peaceful gentleman. They don't talk about the poor people's movement. They don't talk about how he was against the Vietnam War. You know, they don't talk about before he was killed. His speeches at that point in time were centered around like saying, hey, maybe we need to not integrate so quickly. Yeah. Maybe we need to separate almost like if you're injured, you have an injured body part, right? Like you got to provide healing just to that body part. So maybe we need to separate. I know we fought for integration. I know we fought for all these things. But this is also something that we need to do because when he started to take a broader look at, you know, what was going on, it was just like, yo, like we're still we're still hurt. 
Right. We're in a burning house. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That's a fact. You know, like, yeah. so, you know, like, it's, it's so multifaceted. And it's just, it's just, you know, sometimes when I think about, you know, us having kids, right, we're talking about what we're teaching them and what they learn about the history of my house being multicultural because my wife is Jamaican. So my kids are, are Jamaican, multi ethnic, bi ethnic, I should say. Um, it's Same. just, you know, right. Same for yeah. <laughs> right, so all of us, right? We're all Jamaican by marriage, right? So it's like, <laughs> yo, we are, bro. Bro, I've been Jamaican for about 24 Jamaican years. Jamaican by bro. marriage. <laughs> I've been Jamaican for 24 Lee. years, bro. Shout out to my Jamaicans. Drew <laughs> Stu. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? So when we talk about, like, you know, not just in this space, there are some brands that try to do a good job of at least highlighting stories. They all don't need to be historical stories, by the way. Oh, yeah. Because that's another, we're doing yeah. phenomenal shit today that celebrates the month of black history. You know, like Target has done a great job at highlighting artists and designers that are black um, and showcasing their products. Uh, J. Crew also... Recently, as of late, yep. Yeah, took the opportunity to, to showcase and highlight uh, artists as well and the products that they're promoting. So, like, yes, we should not shy away or stop celebrating the history. Like, the MLKs, I don't think Malcolm X gets enough celebration. That's a whole other story. That's my um, <laughs> But word. all, you know, like, all those Rosa Parks, Sojourner Truth, all those people... We should still continue to learn and understand the things that they've done to allow us to get to this point to have this conversation. But I also think we should talk about the brands and the artists and the creators today that are setting the path forward for the kids that we are now raising. Mm -hmm. Like, that is super important. So I want to take an opportunity to just shout y'all out mm -hmm. that are pushing forward every day to create things and disrupt uh, the status quo of whatever you're working on, you know, like you're pushing the boundaries, you're coloring outside of the lines. Like this month is for y'all too. The current mm -hmm. legends, people that are, you know what I mean, becoming legendary in front of our eyes and all that. Like, you know how kids are, like they're, you know, history is history. That's cool. I like those black and white pictures and all that. But, you know what I mean, these people, like what I see in front of my face is, is far more important. So definitely to highlight those people, whether... Uh, we do the storytelling or, or these brands do as well, but that's a, that's a great point, especially yeah. when it comes to children. Absolutely, because if you think about it, with the way we visualized how our parents grew up was in black and white. Like, yeah, the way we thought about it, right? Yeah. The pictures were black and white. <laughs> the way our kids will now grow up will now be in color and be in motion. In video, yeah. So 4K shit. 4K. <laughs> the, the clarity to understand... You know, like when you see a picture of like, uh, like Malcolm X or Martin Luther, and you know, like we've got an opportunity to see in black and white their speeches, mm -hmm. right? But to now, like, imagine if we were to see them in 4K color, that would be crazy. The emotion, the connection, the way a video editor would be able to look into the crowd and, and see how they are making someone connect to the speech and the history, like the, this, the, the topic that is yeah. being discussed. 
this world could be completely different. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it definitely will. When I see, it, the, to that point, like, like when I see old photos of like Muhammad Ali, that's one thing. But when I, like, you know what Magnum photos are? Like the, the archive? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. When I see like the joint with him underwater or like the close-up, it's like a real big close-up of him. Like just when the resolution is just crazier, like it, it drives it home even more. Like yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm, instead of it being a, a past thing, that nostalgia is dope. Like when you see old, old pictures of your grandparents and all you know, that, nostalgia is fire. But to that point, to bring it home, like if you're able to grab hold of heroes, whether from the past or current, like right now, if these kids could get hold of it and, and, and that type of structure, that would be dope as hell. Yeah. And so it was, you know, I'm about drawing the through lines, right? So from what you guys are saying, right? So take Fred Hampton. Right, he was killed at 21 years old. You know, Chicago. Yeah, chairman. Um, <laughs> he was 21. Yeah. Right. So when young people are saying like, "Where's the leadership?" It's like you are the leader. Yeah. You understand? Like times are different. It's not 1960s, 1950s. You can make a difference, right? So sometimes they need to have that through line, or if it's not an athlete, someone like James Baldwin, who was an author storyteller right very articulate man very well spoken on the issues uh that and his journey right as as a black man in america and the way it was again in the 60s his, yeah his his power to conceptualize was was, was, was amazing that's just crazy i think it was, it was amazing when he came when he left and came back it was he did all of that and he was 29 he wasn't even 30 by the time he came back from France yes. I believe. just like just the way he pictured life as a black man or or just as a, a a person of color in this country outside this country and then coming back and from an individual as a collective he just was able to 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 view it and articulate it from each one of those spots and yeah that, that was the nuts. part that was amazing was his ability to articulate so well yeah. so well the way he <laughs> bro his storytelling mm. the way he would paint a picture of things yeah, dope and and uh, most of the times when he spoke he would be at debates or what we considered hostile environments right yeah, super hostile some 1960 old white dude in your face telling you like right to your yes. face yes yes he handled and he would handle it very well. like, yeah, words. You know what I mean? Like, so don't get me wrong. Smack like, somebody, man. It's these figures. I mean, I love my my Ali's. I love yeah. my, you know, my athletes that have really pushed the ball forward there, right? Because I see it as a spectrum. And I think believe that everybody needs to be moving forward in some way. But like to me, when I think about our history every day, you know, like I think about like these folks. Scholars, artists, yeah. scholars, yeah. artists. Business people, yeah. right? Like just people who are doing things, who were the pioneers of things. And it, it's what saddens me most, and Black History Month always resurfaces this for me in, the, in a way that is really saddening, is that the level of progress that we've made in this country as a group of people from the Civil Rights Act to now Civil Rights Act, but I believe we became full citizens, right? We, you know, Voting Rights Act, Civil Rights Act, when we had all the same rights to now, man, if we were looking at that, it'll be like, yeah, we got a couple more billionaires here and there. We got yeah. a couple more millionaires here and there. But as a whole, we have fatherless homes more. Our incarceration rate of our men is so much higher, right? Not to mention our level of substance abuse, alcoholism. It's just... 
I mean, these are these are trappings of this country. To 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 so if, if, you know to keep it in perspective, like there's a we went through. You already know what it is. We went through yeah that crack era and all yeah. that. But but again, it, it's a trapping of the nation at large. Like uh, how it's handled. Okay, we can speak about that later. But like there's a opioid epidemic and people are dropping dead. Fentanyl is is murking like it's left and right. So right. there's always a there's always that issue. I, I think the greater point is at least for us is that the things that we've come, like were sub subject to not by way of obviously not our choice and even not by bad choices but we were subjected to these things and still here we are yes. and uh, like all through the, the line of history recent times and and even going back to uh you know I'm saying when we first were were snatched up and bought here so all those things happening and 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 here we still stand is is a testament i for me like Black History Month, yes, it should be celebrated all the time, obviously, but specifically for the month, I it makes me harken back to, or at least try to dive on my family's. I got heroes in my family. Yes, like although it might be clearly the the people that we know as a collective that we all can can reach to, and even those that you know we might have to learn about, like you like you mentioned that are that are still names, but you they might not be uttered all the time. Those people need to be discussed and, and, and talked about, but there are heroes right close to you that are one, two, three people removed, a, a, a parent, a grandparent, and a great-grandparent removed. So uh, my great-grandfather was was somebody that I, I, that I look upon in that same light just because of what he was able to accomplish and why and, and, and for his family and what that, that meant. So, I mean, we the storytelling is all over the place. I, if we wait for them or for brands or whoever, I, I think we'll – We'll be at a loss. So it's something that we could do. We should knock on the door and be like, yo, you need to be telling these stories yeah. with us. I mean, yeah. the resources are on that yeah, side. Yeah, so that's yeah. why. They yes, of course. need to be telling these stories with us. Or, you know? Especially if, we, if, we're, if we're the ones buying. Yes. <laughs> you're, Absolutely. You, you know what I'm saying? The bread. It's like yeah. you, you want us to spend money and you don't want to talk to us. You just expect us to go in the store and buy your product. Bro, you know something I think about, and I was thinking about this because my, my grandma, she's going through some, some health troubles right now. So shout out to my brothers and sisters at back home that are really stepping in and we're doing the best that we can for her. Shout out Granny she has Prayers a up. Third mm-hmm. grade education, bro. 92 years old. Picking cotton. You feel me? Um, she married my grandfather when she was 30. Asked me how old he was. Mm, wow. You, you know what I'm saying? He was bugging. <laughs> he was bugging. But I I I think about her, and then conversely, I think about my wife's mom, who's who's an immigrant. She, she's Jamaican-born and bred, became a U.S. citizen. But her story and how she came to the country, and when I listen to them both speak together, but when I talk to them, and I'm always, you know, I'm 20 questions. I'm asking them tons of questions about their journeys in life. What's so interesting is how they mirror each other. But my mother-in-law, as a black Jamaican woman, she felt prejudice from black Americans because she was Jamaican, mm. right? So when I'm trying to peel that back and talk to her about that and how that has changed, and obviously her mindset has changed, her everything has changed. She understood, she understands better about how the country worked because when she first came into the country, she didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, she was like, yo, I'm about to work, make this money, you know, like do what I got to do. And it was just such a different perspective. And I think about how, for me, it's two women that stand out to me. I don't really have 
male figures in my life. I have mm. I got some uncles that did that did their thing. Don't get me wrong, but not like how these two women are tent poles to me. So I started thinking about like, why is that? What's happening to the black family? The separate sex separation of men outside of the family. Like why more of us aren't present, fathering, being spouses, partnering. Like it's just. I think it was. I think it was a gap in time, but I. I I feel like it was purposeful. I, yes, like, of course it was. I, I feel like it was intentional to break down the black family. And and to me, this is why. And I'm not on some old, like, you know what I'm no, saying? No, 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 no. That's, that's real agree. talk. That's yeah. real talk. And the reason why I stand here, like, instead of feeling that type of, like, that way, I feel proud because that did happen. That, that it, it happened directly to my father and his cousins and his, mm-hmm. that, his line in that family. If you look at the line as far as, like, where we came from and what we were able to do, that, you could just, and it's not just him. Ask a lot of people, like, "Yo, what happened?" Oh yeah, my uncle, my so and so, this happened. They went to jail, drugs, what? And it was that gap of time, seventy nine to yes. ninety nine. Yes. Like that twenty yes. year period was yes. ridiculous. Ridiculous. So it, to look now and be like, "Yeah, you're a father of five kids. You have one. I got two. Like, and I look around at the space and my brothers, the people that I know, you're all fathers. Nobody's out here wilding. You know what I mean, so we that happened, and here we go again. We right back to it. So yeah, we're, it's, it's we're a testament part of to that. the the. The renaissance, the, the, the rebirth. We yeah, have a part of the, of the, the breaking of a generational curse. Or, you know, like I think this, this is a phenomenal time for us because, you know, we're breaking those generational curses. And now as black men specifically, we are now seeking out therapy, you know, like talking through yeah. the, uh, the, the challenges we had and the trauma was something that we've never done as black people. Period. Not mm. even just black men, but people. Yes. So now that we're we're seeking out those resources, we're now breaking general curses. We're now looking at how we were raised by our parents, good or bad. We are here yeah. to tell those stories, um, and we're now raising our children differently. So now our kids will grow up and do the same. You know, we're, you know, for some of us, we didn't talk about sex. We didn't even know how to open up to our parents, and now it's just like. We're having these full-on discussions with our children. Probably earlier, too. Or earlier, and we're allowing them to, to, to be vulnerable to us, which is something that, for a lot of us growing up, we weren't able to do with our parents. And we seeked out our friends uh, in the external community. Sought out the streets. Yeah, or the streets. <laughs> so our, our kids are now being raised completely different than how we were. We're just also something I think is super amazing is now we're talking about financial freedom and financial literacy, which is for a Just lot as of a us, subject matter, period, period. Yep. You know, like I, I think, yeah. I, you know, like because my mother was an accountant, I was kind of blessed to kind of understand what, you know, financial literacy meant and like understanding your credit score. But for a lot of my friends, that wasn't a topic of discussion, you know? So now I'm able, yeah, not at early stages, not yeah. at, not at mm-hmm. early. So now I'm able to, tell my daughter and now she can share that knowledge with her friends. And now it's a discussion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like imagine a group of 15 year olds, 16 year olds, and you're talking around like financial literacy, the ability to to talk about stocks and bonds and, you know, like a, a debit card versus, you know, a credit card and what that really means. And, 
You know, like now they're holding each other accountable. Yeah, that's like that's just, to me, that's the dope shit. Right that's there. fire. Like yeah. we're 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 changing uh, the paths of our kids um, from how we grew up. Yeah, they and, don't even. Uh, to, when I look at my nieces and nephews, and you know, kids have teenagers always have angst. That's just a part of mm-hmm. a growing up or whatever. So there's always something there. But I think about that, like when it came to what our parents went through or aunts uncles whoever that may be that that just that time frame like you were talking about right after civil rights whatever happened whatever uh was orchestrated because it was because it was orchestrated yeah however that went down and however you may have been affected indirectly or directly like i look at them and i'm like damn they don't it's not that they don't know about it but they don't have to i like that like they might have they just there's a a different thing i have to talk to them about like when you talk about like oh yeah uncle talking to me about girls it's a different conversation or like somebody uh, recently was talking about being prepared for the world um, versus like me being able to, to teach you about the different ins and outs about the world. But if I like I had to go the, like the education that I got was not secondhand was I, you went to go find it directly, like whether it was not in the streets. But you know, what I mean, like I, I didn't have pops telling me, hey, don't do this, do this, whatever. Do these things, don't do these things. So it was like, that's firsthand. But I was learning it as I went. And so they don't have to do that. And I think that's just a big deal. There's a big piece that you're not losing out on. Right. And I, to me, that's just fire. Like you said, we breaking curses out here. Like it's not, the cycle got chipped away. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're starting a new one. And you know, you, you know, y'all are right. I just, there's a part of me that feels like there's so many that are left behind though, right? Because... My kids are growing up very differently than, than like the, like even my cousins, right? Like my cousins' children are very, very different in what their upbringing was. Like, I have a big family in DC, y'all. Like, I have like over 120 family members in DC. <laughs> wow. So when I say I'm from DC, I'm from DC, <laughs> baby. In the guts, you know. Um, but my family has generational poverty, right? Like the number of my cousins that are receive some type some form of public assistance is it makes me makes me angry sometimes right because i'm like i need them to i want them to do better i need them to do better and i've started thinking about when i'm having conversations with them i ain't trying to because i'm because now i'm like the oldest person in my family like you know what i mean i'm like up there you know what i mean it's wild right but like so now I'm talking to them. I'm not trying to be like how my uncles used to be like, you know, let me tell you that. <laughs> so I'm trying to lay back and I'm trying to listen. But they're sedated, man, with so many things. You know, maybe it's alcohol, maybe it's weed, whatever. But I'm saying like emotionally the trauma and what they run from and how that drives their life. So we're talking about, you know, economic, you know, empowerment and, and, and literacy. Like, I have some cousins that are brilliant people. You know, you know, you know some yeah, people know. are, you know, some yeah. people ain't got it, but then some people got it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. brilliant people, but like they're a victim of their environment. Like they just can't yeah. break away or yeah. see beyond see beyond that, you know? And it's for me, it 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 it's it hurts because I'm just like I know so much, right? And I try to impart it on them, but I'm like, how are they going to actualize it? So yeah. here my kids are 
traveling the world, have been to has a passport, have a passport first of all. Yeah. Then has been all over the world, literally have studied abroad. Like my kids have had so many great things that I, my wife and I have been able to provide for them, but that's not the experience of just even people that are in their own family. That break from, from the environment is, is sometimes all important like that. That'll be it right there. Like if it's not, if you're unable to do so, if you're unable to get out of that, wherever that, that is, like you said, it's DC for, for, for your family or whatever. If you can't break away from that, then, the things you are saying are real, but are they, like you said, are they actualized to them? Yeah. Like, can they put that it's in like practice? Like, it's like a video you, game. It's like a video game. I hear you, yeah, I hear you, you know talking, cousin going to South all. Africa, yeah. but... I might as well be a movie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, like, uh, that. I think that's why as a community we should continue, but also do a better job of reaching back. You know, I think a lot of what we've done just as, like, Black Watts, is we've done a lot to reach back. That's why this podcast exists. That's why we offer rides, um, you know, to uh, newer newer cyclists because that is how we want to reach back to get more people involved. And I think that same strategy should apply to other industries as well. You know, like whatever you could do to reach back to your family members to mm -hmm. give them that experience. I'm not saying you buy them a first class ticket mm -mm. to whatever, but figuring out a way to give them small resources or to give them somewhat of that experience is how you start. Yeah. But that's heavy though, bro. That is heavy. Like and that's sometimes why it's like, geez. that's why, yo, like that's why it truly takes a village. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I think the village needs, needs to be fostered. You know, like I think, you know, like for example, last week, I got because our daughters go to the yeah. same school. Last week, I got out of the, no. My daughter got out of the car. I looked back. I see his wife bringing his daughter to school. I roll down the window and I tell my daughter, "Go get her and walk her to school. Like walk her through the door." It's just that small, small example of making sure that as a village, mm -hmm. we take care of one another. Making sure Excellent. that his daughter gets through the door safely. Y'all walk in together. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's truly where it starts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, what's so it, it, it's like so multi-level, right? Because that's why it shouldn't be a month. <laughs> you know, that's bro, shit. That's, yeah. Like, so deep, bro. bro it's, it's, when it's I so asked that deep. question, when I asked that question, that's basically what I was getting at. It was like, also, it was just like, yo, why are we just, why do we have to be the ones to celebrate this month? Like, when, you know, like, our celebration should be every month. Like there shouldn't be a reason that we have to stop celebrating uh, March 1st. That's wild. It is. Or why we need to start celebrating February 1st. Exactly. Right? You know what I mean? Like, like January don't matter because I'm going to tell you one of the things I was talking to my, my little cousins about, right, was about the wealth gap, right? You mm -hmm. know, we know the statistics like historically – Black Americans have always been like severely, severely behind uh, the the white white Americans. Like the average white American household wealth is like a few hundred thousand dollars, where ours is like a thousand dollars, maybe five hundred dollars, maybe right. Mm -hmm. And that is directly related to redlining and home ownership, right? 
Don't get me started. I ain't gonna because the average American holds a vast amount of its wealth in homes. Yeah. So if when you go backwards to the sixties, right? Civil Rights Act was passed, Truth and Lending Act, like all these things were happening, right? We're not even going to get into the GI Bill and all the other stuff. You should that though, because that World War II, right? But when GI you, Bill in Levittown made a big difference. Bruh, <laughs> that made but a when you start difference. moving forward and you're like, oh shit, I can't get a mortgage for my for my home. I can't get a loan. You know what I mean? Like, so I can't even buy a home or all the homes we have to be over in this one area. Yeah. And which you can control the actual value increase or decrease yes. of that one area. Absolutely. Yeah, that's through, dastardly, know, bro. Like yes. raising property taxes. Yeah. Yo. So, so then, so then when you, when you string it together and I'm telling them, I'm like, listen, I need you to understand that this has happened in the past and we got to be aware of it because it reared its head again with the mortgage crisis, right? Where Wells Fargo was taking people with perfect credit scores and giving them subprime loans. Yeah. Right? Interest rates are like crazy. Where and then the other there way wasn't around. trash credit scores. Here, take this balloon, take this arm real yes. quick. Yes. <laughs> You're gonna be done in a yes. couple of months, B. Yeah, and you know what I mean? Like, and it's hard because our white counterparts who are equal in terms of what we look like on paper, right? Like credit score, income, right? You know, we should be invisible. It should just be, right? But they're getting great products. They're not They're not more knowledgeable about the products. No. They're just getting good products given to them, and we're getting shitty products given to us. Except, except for the fact, and even if you just left it there and was like, oh, that's a terrible practice, except for the fact that most outside of, you know, free labor and slavery – most of the wealth accumulation in this country came by way of the American dream and owning at home with yes. the picket fence and all of that shit. Yes. So you're able to pass that down. So now two, three generations removed, your kid still has the same house great grandpa got. Yes. And we out here in apartments and it, like it's, it's a big, it's a big Bro, but deal. But it's not even also, that. Like you had land. Great grandpa yeah, yeah. had land. Had house land. on the land. Yeah. Right. And as development changed and urban centers grew out, now you selling off parcels of the land and yeah. wealth just continues to increase. Yeah. But also why, when we get a little bit of change, you move out the community. That doesn't help. Yeah, it's tough, bro. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's that's also another. That's a. It, you're right. In in doing that is like, damn. You should probably. We should probably stick, stay put, and, and enhance the place where we're at. But look at so, Brooklyn, bro. Yeah, so. Brooklyn. Not, come on, you can't call it Brooklyn. You got Harlem. You can't call it Harlem. Like, bro. Like the white people came through. Gentrification came through. Sorry, white people, but <laughs> you know, gentrification came through. And when Harlem was selling those brownstones, for people were running away. Yeah, but it was it happened even before that because Strivers Row existed, yes. and so th those homes got bought Sugar up. Hill, yes. Yeah, those homes got bought up to be dilapidated to only then come back and now raise the price up. Bruh. So that's an orchestration that's bonkers. Like you talk about over it. the course of like forty years, like yeah. talk about it right bro. now, something like that's just, out of control. We 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 have to dip back into the community. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to stay in the community, and we can't get upset honestly when these things happen. And then move out the community and then shun the community. Yeah, and then look back like, oh, that's bad. It's yeah. hard. You know, okay, so so here, here's the hard part about, part about this. Because this is something I think a lot about, right? Like, I was fortunate that my grandmom who raised me, we lived in, on Capitol Hill in D.C. Right? Mm -hmm. So even when drugs and stuff were happening, we got, we got it. Because everybody got it. Yeah. But when they went away, we're on Capitol Hill. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, we're still physically located on Capitol yeah. Hill. 
Right, my grandmother's house is probably worth a little over a million dollars. Yeah, she bought the house. Her and my grandfather bought the house for like a twenty thousand. Yeah, something ridiculous like that. Right, but that right there, right, that right there, versus if I have some cousins that grew up on the wild side of town, always been wild on that side yeah. of town, and it's still wild on that side of town. So now, you go to school, right? You get your education. You get a, a you know, you become gamefully employed, and you move your way up. You know, in your employment, you earn more money. Do you stay in the wild side of town now? No, but what you would have to do, and it would have to be something that you, you plan on. No, you have kids. You don't want your kids walking outside. They don't. You would have to. Safe. You would have to gentrify your community as well. You yeah. would have to do it. You and all the people you graduated with from the school you went to have to come back and gentrify the same hood you came from. I mean, not coming back. That's got to be the plan. So that's got to be the plan. Or the amount of trauma we have, man. It's a. It's a collective. It's yeah. a, it's the village. You know what I'm saying? It it takes a village. You have to you have to take this mindset away that all of the weight falls on your shoulders to make change. Take it's, that cape off, share it, bro. Yeah. Cut that I mean, share that. It's gotta be a around. community effort. So why y'all think it ain't happening? It is. I think it is happening. It, it is happening. So you think there's some cities where parts of cities, not cities, but parts of cities where they're like, we're not moving out. You're a doctor. Or move back, you're yes. You're an entrepreneur. I'm a lawyer. Facts. We're not leaving. Absolutely. We're going to buy up all the, but guess who's buying up all the property, though? So we can't even buy the property. Bro, I don't know about you, but I get calls all the time of people trying to buy my property. All the time. Uh, mailings and all mailings, that. Mailings, letters on my right. door. And different, and different, like, cash, cash, the companies that'll give you a cash offering. Order. Yeah, that happens all the time. And there all are people the that come in and buy up our communities, sit on the property. Do nothing with the property. Yeah. Let it dilapidate. Oh, yeah. I don't just mean the homes. I mean like like when we were talking about like and like locally here, like, you know, having a Black Watts office and that sort of thing. And we were interfacing with different landlords, right? And they'd be like, oh snap, they own everything from this corner to that corner. Why ain't they doing shit? <laughs> right? Why would you? Trust me, bro. Y'all know I've been fighting a good fight since I got here trying to you, open up my coffee shop. Yeah, word. But I'm so, just so so that's my point, right? Like, even even if you get a group of group of families that are like, we're going to do it, right? No, I mean, I, I pause real quick. First of all, just because our town is a is a great example, I'm not going to spaz on anybody, but it's it's still a good <laughs> example. Spaz though, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to do it like that. But it's a great example. If we could still do it at this point in time, but what it would require at now at this point, just because it's so dug in, it's so old, there's just all type of old political bullshit. There's yeah. cases open, everything. You would have to come through and from top to bottom. Like, for lack of a better way to explain this, the current city council and whoever's in play, you got to get them up out of there. All that got to go. Everything, top to bottom. So if you're going to go after it, you go after the school board, the town itself. You have you and people that are like-minded would have to come together with a plan and be like, yo, we're executing this top to bottom and just go after it. I don't think you could and just that's sit in by. every city. No, yeah, but yeah. but but to his point, I don't have to. I'm not going to worry about all these other cities. I'm only going to worry about where I'm, I'm I'm at now. That sounds like it's, it's selfish, but it really is a collective as well. But if you do the same thing in Detroit and I do the same thing in Atlanta, and he does the same thing here in Jersey, but we're all doing it eventually in a generation, then we're not good, but it's on the roll. It's, it's progress. It's, yeah, yeah. I I love that way that sound. I hope it can happen, bro. Like I I, I really really do because. We got to do it. We got the kid. We definitely, we will have the kids that can do it. Yeah. 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 Because now they're provided with way more Hell resources yeah. than we ever had. But then they're also, 
they're bro, like they're fucking up our brains too with like the social media shit. These the image, bruh. These are all all the things we speak about. All right, to me, this is the difference. In the past, in a, in a couple of past generations, the, the the pieces of the puzzle that allowed for failure, which were either drugs or incarceration, some of those, and like you said, they were orchestrated. You may or may not have the tool set to fight it. The things that are orchestrated now, you have the exact same tools. The same tool set that is orchestrated against you, you own it to fight against it. So if it's like, yeah, this digital shit crazy, turn it off, bro. I'm just saying it to say like whatever no, you're is right. whatever you're right. is against you now, you have the power to like yeah. before it was like, I don't know if I could fight this crack thing. Maybe, right. but right. that shit nuts, bro. Right. I seen it. Yes. In Florida in eighty four, yeah. nigga, that shit was a movie, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, but God. even just like how they were feeding us, you know, these these toxic things, you know, like at, at the simplest form, cigarettes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like every movie, every TV show. Was promoting cigarettes. No one, but even that, they give us the trashy one. We get the cools. <laughs> the cools and the yeah, ports. But like, we, nobody, <laughs> like, you know, we don't get the good. Yo, ball nobody burns. at the time understood its effects yeah. on on the human body. You know what I'm saying? And not just us, but collectively, yeah. collectively, it did us terribly wrong. You know, so like now we have the information That's and the resources right to say, you know what. I know what that does to my body. I am all the way good. And the, the the access to information, even if you are in an impoverished area compared to some to some other kid, this kid goes to private school. What, 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 all that, but do at on a base level, do you have access to that same information? Yeah, you might. I might not have the same uh, tech. Like I don't have an iPhone, but I got a phone. I don't have the like a. a I know what you mean, yeah. A laptop, you know what I mean? An airbook, but I got a computer. So I do have access to this information, and I think that levels it to the point where um, there's still a a fight, clearly, but I just mean whatever in the past that was orchestrated against me, if I was going to fall victim, it just was, bro. It was going to happen. Like There wasn't too much I could do to get out of that on, on those type of levels. I think that still exists now, but what I was saying about the kids that we're about, that we're producing... We should be able, like, they don't have they don't have those same type of constraints against them. So what we're yeah. what I give my kids is what I give my kids. That's what they're gonna go out into the world with. Not I, I gotta. I mean, like, don't go over here. I gotta protect you from this, protect you from that. Wow, I'm trying to equip you with everything you need to get out here and, and you know what I mean, like, and beat this shit up. Please. Yeah, because like, back in the day was the library. That was your your resource center. Now it's. Every, it's the internet and you can digest it instead of reading 500 pages you can <laughs> digest it in five minutes yeah 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 you know what i'm saying you talk about later if you need to you know i'm yeah, but yes you're right or, or you know if you lived in a part of town there was someone that knocked on your door once a year to sell you an encyclopedia oh i had that brown brown jones bro. you know bro, and i used to beg my grandmother to buy the encyclopedia Bro, now like ain't nobody knocking on your door at all. Like that, all that information is at your fingertips. So, how do we use it, right? Because not us, right? We have resources, right? But I'm talking about the folks that are the kid who who's going through a real hard time. Like you know what I mean? Like it's tough. One pair, not even one pair of shoes, but like it's just how they're growing up is tough and the streets are the easiest route that's why they join gangs 
that's why you know what I mean? Like, man, I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. I, I, like, I know people from that 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 culture and that life or whatever that that that's how they live. That shit got to end, bro. And and when I say that, I mean like if that's the if that's the path, then there's far too much information and access to resources. Plus the the cats that claim to be OGs in that life, they, you should be you should have bread, right? You got money. You know what I mean? You you have things that you can dollars you can spend. So to me, that lifestyle has to end. In, in, in that sense, like if there's going to be just like we, you know, there's mentorship programs that are available. You know what I'm saying? Like like black men that have some that went through some type of educational process or have resources available to them. They mentor the different kids or whatever. Same in, on all levels. I don't care what it what it is. Like if it's in the hood or, or outside of that, we should still be on it, period. Mm-hmm. So so why when you look. So so I mean. I believe some of these things have been happening. I of course benefit from it, right? Going coming through the crack era, same, right? like, same. But when you start looking at the statistics as a whole, bro, we look flat to down. Like it doesn't look like things have improved. As far as what? Wealth metric one, number of folks that are doing higher education too. You can argue whether education should even be a metric, right? But incomes. If you look at incomes, because incomes matter in America. It actually literally matters, mm-hmm. right? Because your income level also is a reflection of your level of health care. It's also a reflection of yeah. the quality of food that you're eating, yeah. right? I mean, talk, I'm not talking about like the ancillary stuff about travel. And no, 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 no. You're like right health care and food. But that, but the, A, statistics can lean one way or the other. You can That's force true. a statistic to, to count for you. But B, I think that the, the difference that happens in the country at large still happens with us. So there's... That far more millionaires than there used to be, but the yes. gap between those that have and have not is ever growing. Yes. So the same with us. There's way more affluent yes. African Americans, people yes. of color, yes. period. So you always going to get more. But then the gap between those that that have are that in that group and versus, then like yes. yeah, so it's growing. So I, you could definitely look and be like, damn, fatherless households is that on the decline or incline? Like honestly, do we really like? Is there? Do you I know think that it's on sure? the decline? I don't. I don't know. Because some I, statistics I, I bear out that we, us in particular, black men are are marrying at a higher rate. So yes. then, how can fatherless households be on the incline? You know what I'm saying? So you on, can on a decline. Pull, well, that'll be because homie got multiple kids by different women. Yo, I okay. just it just okay. it's yeah. so hard so for me to like. It's him, but it's five different right, households. Right. <laughs> I, 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 right. No, no, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's real. No, no, really, really. Yeah, like yeah. I'm married. Yeah, but I got you know two other women that yeah. I you know. So they Yo, but it's it. just, I don't, I, and that just may be my circle, but I don't know any fathers who are not taking care of their kids. Ha, I know several. Damn, bro. I, do you? That, I don't. Uh, even if they're not with the, not taking care of their kids, I don't know cats that are just like, nah, I'm not fucking with them kids. I don't know. I nah. don't know. Nah, nah B. One. That, I'm not like, fuck them kids. Really? Yes. Nah, no, no. Really? Yes. Oh, bro. And you're not smacking him up? Bro, I say something all the not fucking with the kids. Nah, bro. Like having a problem with her, I'm not gonna say that's okay. Yes, I'm that's, saying no, that's, no, that's what it is. That's normal. That has a problem with the mom and feels like I ain't even dealing with it. Yeah, nah, but you like you know someone that's actually saying, you know, my issues with the mother, but I'm actually all the way good on the kid is also. Yeah, I'm gonna go wild. pick them up. But, but the other end of the spectrum is like I know men that are that fought for custody of their children. Yes, that's yeah, all course. I know. And, and, yeah. and they and they have like they have no. I'm saying they they have so you know it's very hard in this country to have, be a man and get custody of your children. The woman either has to give up custody or has to have some serious issues right. to where she loses custody. Yeah, right. 
So I have both ends of the spectrum. Like I have cousins that don't that have children with three women. That's okay. I don't I don't care about that. What I care about is the fact that it, is your cousin present in those children's lives. Like that is the part that is I, he? Are they? That's the problem. It's a it's a they. Multi, multiple, yeah. multiple, right? And I would say yes and no. No, from the standpoint of a few of them have their own issues where they're not present in anything. They're on drugs, alcohol, whatever, right? Others are like, I'm trying, but I can't, you know, the dollars ain't making sense, right? No, I didn't. He, I don't, he didn't say it. I'm definitely not saying. I'm not saying. It's not a. Like, if that's a problem. No, no, no. And, and they tie that. No, that could be. A, to their ability to go out and father and be a parent. So, that, so, so because their you dollars aren't straight, they don't rock with the kids at all? Chris, say yes or no oh, to that. Chris's opinion, no. Right, because being a father isn't just I'm taking you to the baseball game, I'm taking you to the swimming pool, I'm taking you to the playground. We know being a father it, it, it requires a lot. It requires a lot, and I'm saying that they're not putting in the lot. They'll pick them up, take them swimming, take them to a game or whatever, drop them back off. That's not parenting. That's not fathering. But it, a mentor can do that. Okay. I'll give you that, yeah. but, I, but I, I'll also say that, uh, and, and I don't. And I love my cousins. Don't get me wrong. I love every last single nah, one that's of No, that's a fact. I, I, won't, I won't ever seek for for an excuse. But when we, a, I don't like the trope. Like I don't know if it if it's if it's valid or not. I'm sure at some point it was like, especially during once, like public assensus was introduced to us. Like it was that was some real shit. Yeah, again, that was orchestrated. But if if, if there's like the whole black men and not being fathers thing I, that's like I want to kill that I would like I want that to too. die bro like that shit is crazy yes. get up out of here I, if I'm I'm not saying because I'm living this this life I, I'm being a parent or whatever then just because of that that has to go away but like you said I, in I don't know that many people but out of that large swath of people I don't I don't know cats like yo fuck them kids yo. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know any, any bro. bro I don't know I'm cats sad like that. that I know some like, that's oh, all man. I'm trying to say no I, 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 I I'm saying it to say if, if if I want him, I want Chad to ask everybody that, that he knows, do you know anyone? I'm sure they do. Yeah. You know some, so let's yeah. count the numbers up. And that's that's not a great way. It's not a great experiment. It's not a great way mean. to gather yeah, yeah, data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I'm saying I don't, I ask the, the men, and then just keep that going. How many just deadbeat ass, you know what I mean, that you just know? Bro, I, I want to say that number is not, it's not, as no, high no. as it, way it's, it's advertised, bro. It, it, okay, I agree with that. But I think it also goes to this other thing, which you brought up and Chad brought up, not directly, but to me, this was the this was a part of it that I don't believe that a lot of men know how to be fathers. I don't think they know what that means, right? Because, for example, the couple based of, on the fact you the, didn't the, you the didn't experience dudes, yourself, yes, the couple okay. of dudes that I'm talking about, they didn't have. I mean, you know, like my dad was there, but he wasn't like a dad. You know what I mean? Like, like how I am right now. So where'd you I'm, get I'm it from, man, bruh? Uncles, aunties, the village, right? Yeah. No, I don't mean. I don't mean who who was there. I, like, if your dad wasn't there, someone was there for you. Bet. But I'm saying your style of of, of fatherhood. Where did you learn that from? Somebody? Nah, bro. That comes from me. Right. That so, comes from my desire to not have when I what happened to me happened to my kids. Facts. Yeah, so I don't. So, so I don't think like, that's something a crutch you can lean on. Like I ain't have my yeah, dad. Yeah, but, so, but nah. no, I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying. But you like, just said how to be a dad. Who says you're doing it right? 
Exactly. But, but here's but, but no no but 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 here's no 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 right right no 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 but what I'm saying is that any of us any of us he means he means right right I know yeah 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 not just you correct yeah 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 no I know what you mean so but what I'm saying is that there are are men who aren't even thinking like that because again maybe I maybe in my age as I'm aging I'm viewing things differently because I definitely didn't feel this way 20 years ago. Which was, oh, you want to have multiple women to have children with? That's your prerogative. Do your thing. But now I'm like, nah, bro, you can't do that. Like, yeah, because you you're you've lived being a father and realized yes. just like that's bro, so out of control. Yes. You know, maybe maybe it's prior so to difficult having kids, to manage. yes, maybe prior to having kids, or if you're just a single dude out here ripping and running and all that, it's just not something you can fathom. But yo, you. You sparked off with like three different. You got right. kids with three one? different. Okay, wow. one. Okay, and they you like know? eight months apart. Yeah, <laughs> and and and, 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 and and I'm saying that I believe that as as men, I'm going to talk about black men because yeah. it, 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 it's not a race thing, right? Like yeah. this shit. No, because this happens across every. Yes, it does. Race, yeah. So, but I'm just saying as 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 black men talking just about our own issue, I believe that we need to be told, like, bro, don't have no more fucking kids. Stop having children. Yeah, accountability is a big deal. Like, don't have any children. You got one by her. You got one by her. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Don't yeah. have any more until you're ready to make a family, bro. Like, for real, have a family and 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 really not just like, oh, she getting on my nerves. She getting on my nerves. So, yeah, I, you know, I pick the kids up. I take them. Da, 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 but you da. see, that that that's like a, that's a bigger, the speaks to the culture at large. And, you know, we're talking about black history as a, as a, a the larger topic. Um, But also when we speak about that, for example, that era in time, that 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 yeah. crack era, or either right before it or right after it, not only did you know drugs and, and incarceration play a big part, but also it was wiped off because our great grandfathers and our grandfathers thought exactly what you're thinking right now. Yes, definitely. So that not only were you messed up on drugs, but the line of thinking that you were passed down with also gets cut off because yeah. now. Yes, Pops ain't like, passing that yes, to me. Yes. You know what I mean? I didn't catch it. Or, I know it now, but he, you know what I mean? Like, right. he didn't, yeah. yes. Or for the ones that, you know, went off to war, they separated us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And we came back experiencing, I know my my uncles, you know, they they share what they experienced uh, during the war. Vietnam? Vietnam. Yeah. That, Nuts. That was Nuts. wild, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... To, to experience that sort of trauma and come back and expect to go back into the, the world you know it is just not possible. And yeah. so what do you turn to? Drugs. Yeah, yeah no. I mean, no you doubt. was getting that out there too. Yeah. So not only violence and war and the fact that you're a black man, so all of these things go on. Plus they was like, oh, by the way, if you want to feel a little better, take this smack. Yeah. You serious, bro? Yeah, bro. How did you fight that, B? How did you come back and just be Okay. Under those you circumstances. Can't. I, 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 don't, I don't believe that you can. And I'm saying that when you start taking a step back and you think about even with the things, the few things that we've touched on, bruh. Yeah, 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 and build on top of each other. You like, know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like he's going up and up and Word. up. And it's just like, what the fuck? So now going back, Black History Month, right? Like we need to always be talking about these things. Yeah. Always. But again, I... I, I the sum total, I look at it, all those things, like you said, and build the blocks are on top of each other. I still look at it with a smile, with a with a with a sense of pride. With a or the heart that's just like, yeah, that's what's up. Because all those things, yet we talking about how we're we're gonna push our daughters mm-hmm. to be on, on a different level. Like to not see 
that break in time, do not have to worry about that break in time to happen after civil rights or whatever and be able to just move forward. Like the fact that we're able to come through all of that, his uncles and all of them went to, to Vietnam and got yeah. rocked and came yeah, back home. Yeah. Like all those things happened, yet here we are talking about this. So, I mean, on one side you could say like, yeah, imagine if none of that happened, but it did. And here we are. Here so, we are. Yeah, you know we I mean? do like, have to celebrate the progression of, of our community just as much as... Um, how I don't even know how we do it, bro. Like you couldn't make it up, sense. bro. That's like, what makes us as so a people, strong. bro. And like how? What, and that's why I feel so passionate about the things that we're that we're doing is for those reasons. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, how can you not see us? How can you not acknowledge us? Get. The, I mean, I I I can see I can see how you could be up in the the top part of the tree where there's only three branches and I mean proverbially because you know that's where corporations sit and look down upon I mean the customer base and just try to figure out numbers and math and da 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 whatever if that's what you're doing that's what you're doing but to come down here amongst the people there's just far too many stories there's just too much value there's so much going on like to, to look past it year after year like are y'all okay y'all good yes. <laughs> what you I doing think it, bro? I think it's a they, they look past it because it's a level of comfort. Perhaps. I think it's just easy to ignore it, not say nothing. because nobody. It's comfortable. Call nobody calls you on it. It doesn't impact your sales. It, you know That's our fault. That, that is That's our, our fault. Because we could definitely be like, man, anytime. In the whole, this isn't just cycling. I'm saying. No, across whole, the board. Because yeah, I, I understand. I understand the. The. the the utility of, of boycotts. I, I'm not speaking on that level. I'm speaking on it as just consumer. You hold the power. Just like, nah, you know what? I don't want to fuck with y'all no more. Yeah. And just dead them. Yeah. Mass yeah. on a, on a mass level. Like they'll be like, Oh shit. I know. You know what I'm saying? That red, that, that line, that black number gets affected. I yeah. personally have not shopped at H and M since that whole debacle. It's over with. Bro, I ain't been to Denny's. That's how that's <laughs> you know that's mean? how simple like, it is for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you like? It, I don't even watch the NFL anymore, bro. I I I passively watch it, but I don't have a team. I have not watched the NFL game. Nah, but they they're they're feeling effects, which is why all of the you know the, the, the movement with Amazon and just different things move. They they definitely they make billions, tens, twelves, billions of dollars a year. It is what it is. It's just not you can't change it as of right now. But are they feeling the effects yet? And I think um. Across the board, we should be on it like that. And, and not just people in at large, but black people specifically, especially since, what are we rocking with, $1.3 trillion a year in spending power? Easy. That's, I, I just want y'all to, I know, I, I know a lot of us know this just because we're just, you know, the audience is an educated audience. But just think about that dollar amount, bro. It's larger than well, we made, bottom, uh, bottom 50% nations. We made Arno, who's the, one of the owners of, LVMH. Number one and or two. Richest man on the Richest planet. Man on the planet just through the pandemic. If that don't say nothing, if you don't understand the power of what our dollar is, it is nothing that because that was just off a few little stimulus checks, little stimmies. Stimmies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like collectively the world stopped. We got a few stimmies. We went out and shopped. We bought this dude's stuff. Bang. Now, what has he done for our community? 
That's he, doesn't, why he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to do anything. Like, right. you don't have to do anything. But but at the same time, we should so just So why be, do we keep buying Exactly. It? There it is. I need y'all to go to www.blackwatch.cc. Hit up the shop section. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have some apparel. Shop with us, buy with us. Yeah, shop with us. And that's, you know, like, this is a great month for you to shop Black Watts. Um, because what we would do is take those resources and pour back, which we've already done. We've already done. We have a back-to-school drive. We have a Thanksgiving drive. We have a Christmas toy drive. We do a lot. We do yeah. a lot. In the and it allows us to continue to do this stuff, uh, provide resources, Continue to tell the stories of your, of y'all. Like that's really what we're doing with yeah. our money. Yeah. Like, word, word. So, you so know, to, to, to Ox point and your point, like, you know, imagine if you were to shop black, you know, what people would be able to do with those resources. If they're used properly, then they'd reach back to the community, bring someone up, hire people, you know, like there's so many ways that you can give back to your village um, whether it's through finances or time, yo, I'm gonna close on this because we need to, we need to. This is Black History Month. I would I would like for us to revisit this conversation because there's there, there's a lot here. Um, but I'm gonna close on this. In the '60s, we were talking about our collective economic power. We didn't really know it because we didn't have all the information. Yeah. Right. But now we know it, and now we're not acting on it. Like, people have told me, like, boycotting, what's that? What's that going to do? But it's like, yo, the fact that we have such power, when BLM happened. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. That whole movement happened. Imagine if we decided, you know what? We're going to start four banks. We're just going to start four banks. I'm not saying they got to be Citibank. You know what I'm saying? like Chase size, there can be a local community bank. Yes, there are initiatives with Greenwood and a few other things. But I mean, like truly, like just say, yo, we're going to just move X percentage of our dollars from the major banks to these three, four, five, however many they are banks. Bro, and now we can say, all right, black banks, give us good products. We can demand it. And hold ourselves And hold ourselves accountable. I'm going to end on that right there. I'm going I'm, I'm to slide out on that. I'm putting my cap on and slide up on my, that. Um, <laughs> slide. <laughs> like, no, I, I think, I mean, it's, it's kind of the same point, but my overall point is, like, just from where we came from, obviously, you know you know what it is to where we are. Like, there was there was dips and, and, and valleys and, and just low points as far as what was done and, and, and collectively our, our psychological effects that happened to us and all that, but we're still here. I think there's a lot that, that needs to be done, but to me, the biggest picture, and Chad touched on it, Chris touched on it, especially with family, is just like, yo, just collectivize, like get together. It doesn't even, whether it's by way of bank, even if it's just on some shit, like during the weekend, we just getting all the kids together and just telling stories about about where we come from and what, what we were able to do. But I just think that's just a big deal. Larger than just your immediate family, obviously, you know what I mean? Like get the community involved, but. That's that's our path forward is because I mean, if the dollars don't tell you what's up, then I, I don't know what is because I know all, everybody's out here like, you know I mean, money is a motivator for a lot of things, be it whether it's just the culture at large, whether it's entertainment or we I mean, looking to these celebrities, money moves things. So if our one point three, four, five trillion dollars of spending power don't talk to you. <laughs> I don't know what else could be. So just collectivize, get together. Yo, great episode, fellas. Wait, 
Oh, Chad got some? Yeah, Let's go, Chad. Let's go. Let's go. He got some, he got some clothes out. <laughs> My clothes out. Because, I, you know, as well as y'all too, I, I own a, a black business, a minority-owned business. Let me make sure my mic is close. Um, the, the most heartbreaking thing for me as a minority-owned business is for other minority-owned businesses to patronize but scrutinize. Mm. You know, like, that is one of the most heartbreaking things for me to experience is that we come with so much scrutiny to our to our, our black businesses instead of trying to figure out how we can help and support. You know, like, we allow other businesses of other races to kind of, like, walk on by, but as soon as it comes to our own, we are so easy to scrutinize and not support. We walk in and we give them the most trouble. I've seen it happen in real life. You know it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think as a community, we need to give each other grace. You know, that is one thing that is missing. And for me, like, it's it's kind of emotional because, like, all of the challenges that I've had as a minority-owned business has not come from anyone else but my own community. Mm. And my business is set on supporting us and making sure we are provided equity and opportunity in the creative and marketing space. And all of my scrutiny and challenges have come from my own. It is absolutely heartbreaking. And there are moments where I'm like, yo, are we really progressing? You know, like... (laughs) are you really doing your part? Hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So my closing statement is let's give each other grace. Let's support one another. And let's, let's make sure we are reaching back. Thank you for doing, joining my chat talk. There it is. The chat talk. (laughs) Oh, great episode. fellas! Great, 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 great. Teach these babies, man. Teach these babies. Even if it's not about like your own, like something you learn in school or some some hero you have, like even if it's just your own family. Like take this time in this month to, to talk about the the people that came before y'all and all of that. Yo, if you're not buying something black right now, take the opportunity to do that. It does not have to be black watts, but we would prefer it to be. We would prefer, but I personally make a concerted effort to support us in some shape or fashion when I can. Um, because I've been blessed with the opportunity to, to make purchases. <laughs> so uh, do that, you know, like provide feedback, make sure we're able to like support one another. So tell them stories, man. Hey, yeah. You can support us by subscribing on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, going to www.blackwatch.cc. Uh, joining Black Watts as a member, getting great resources and support, buying our apparel, repping us, take pictures, post it on Instagram, yeah. tell us what you'd love to see more of or less of. All feedback is uh, welcome. Yeah. Right. More Watts. Peace. Watts. Watts.